It's Friday, February 26, 2021. I'm Tanya Harris, and welcome to TMI Daily, your daily roundup of everything people are talking about online since they aren't allowed to talk about it in person. Kicking off the Republican CPAC convention, Ted Cruz ginned up the crowd by saying, and I quote, President Donald J. Trump ain't going anywhere, which is probably true since it's only a matter of time before New York prosecutors take his passport away because he's a flight risk. A video making the rounds showing a golden statue of Trump in American flag shorts and flip flops being wheeled through the CPAC conference hall. Gee, you would think that some of these good Christian conservatives will remember how well worshiping golden idols went over in the Bible. Guess not. A federal judge in Texas has ruled that the eviction moratorium is unconstitutional, which begs the question, where in the Constitution is there anything about evictions? Yesterday, the Senate parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough ruled that the Democrats could not have a proposed $15 minimum wage increase in their $1.9 trillion COVID relief package, leading many progressive Democrats to call for McDonough to be replaced. Well, it's just like the ultra liberals to show that in order to get what they want for working people, they are more than happy to first put some folks out of work. Leaders of the Directors Guild, SAG-AFTRA, and IATSE, the union of many media technicians, sent a letter to Congress urging the passage of Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. Conspicuously absent was the Writers Guild, but maybe that's because they wanted to be paid to write the letter. On Sean Hannity's show last night, a very animated Don Jr. said that his dad taught Republicans that they don't have to lose gracefully. Considering his likely future, we can assume Don Jr. will soon be teaching the GOP a few things like you don't have to be admitted to rehab gracefully or indicted for tax fraud that way either. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy defiantly told Congress this week to get used to him because he's going to be on the job for a long time. Then Joe Biden nominated new members of the post office board of governors who will more than likely fire DeJoy and make sure that, much like his mail, he's returned to sender. Kelly Clarkson said that she's written over 60 songs since filing for divorce in June. Upon hearing that, Taylor Swift got a marriage license and divorce papers. Last night on his late night show, James Corden got Prince Harry to sing the theme of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air while standing outside the house from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It would seem like a smart idea had the Queen not already decided earlier in the week that Will Smith has more right to call himself Prince than Harry now does. Viewers were upset to see Exile The Bachelor host Chris Harrison on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, despite the fact the episode was taped in December before his recent controversy. It's ironic that Chris Harrison was on Wheel of Fortune two months ago, and now his career is in jeopardy. Now let's send it over to tonight's TMI Daily cast and crew roundtable. Stay safe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of TMI Daily. I'm Veronica Yellow, and as always, I'm joined by my TMI Daily crew. Happy Friday, and I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. So it is Friday here on TMI Daily, so it's all fun. Let's go around and say hello to everyone watching at home or listening to our TMI Daily podcast. Let's start with Tanya tonight. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Tanya, and I'm ready for the shenanigans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and our Anna Navarro. It is Friday, so Danny is joining us today. Say hello, Danny. Not just on Fridays now, apparently. But that is true. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Glad it's Friday because it's been one hell of a week. <laughs> um, Pete. I love that you said that uh, it's Friday, so today's all fun. So I guess the rest of the week we're just shit, right? No, it's just like no news stories. It's we just suck all week. Now, Friday, if you if the show the rest of the week, because Friday is fun. You always take it to such a dark place, man. Yeah, you always have to go so dark. <laughs> Pete's also angry that it's gender neutral fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Furious. Like, the opposite of fun is shit. How? That's not- <laughs> I'm not alone. A lot of people would say, say that I'm just entertained. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I'm like living in LA for a while. <laughs> Elizabeth. I, for one, welcome our gender- genderless potato overlord when he or, he or she or they arrive. <laughs> Joe. Hi, everyone listening on Google Podcast, and uh, a very happy National Pistachio Day. Also, I don't know what this trend is going on, but it's another food that looks like my head. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's National Joe's Heads Month. Stuart. Joe's hey, head. how's it going, everybody? I do not care about Potato Head or Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> whatever, whatever's fine. It's potato. You're, Correct still, you're, still, you're still in Florida, right? Yeah. You think you could go up to, to Orlando for CPAC and be our like a, a reporter from CPAC? <laughs> I I could, but I don't want to get a terrible disease or yeah, get yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't want you to wear <clears throat> masks there. They were booing when they were told to put on the masks. <laughs> well, the fucking flags are at half staff now too. <laughs> uh, for Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yep. God. Uh, uh, that's out of Florida. But it's CPAC, so there's a whole hell of a lot of flags. and chris oh what's up everybody happy to be here um i'm just wondering you know we were talking about mr potato head like when is the sweet potato gonna get in the game you know what i mean like (laughs) bigger potatoes you know what i'm saying representation matters where the sweet potato game that's true 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 okay so tonight is our last show before the end of this year's black history month but before it's over, we thought we'd check in with our very own Chris Mack to ask him how his Black History Month experience for 2021 was. So, Chris, how was Black History Month 2021 for you? And how does it compare to your past Black History Months? Please share with us. Well, first, I would like to correct you. Black History Month is never over because American history is Black history. That's how I'm going to say. Uh, secondly, it was, you know what? It's kind of been annoying like too many, um, too many people that I seen that I know gave like you could tell like gave no fucks about Black history in in like school like probably hated that they had to learn it are like now putting it out there and like putting up facts and even asking me questions I'm like don't Google baby don't don't do this like I I don't need to be your your black guy through our history you can Google just about everything and figure it out. Okay. Well, thank oh, wait. You is that as TMI exclusive? Uh, according to you, Black History Month has been what? What? what how did you refer to it? Was, Commercialized. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> it kind of has. I mean, like you know, there's a lot, a lot of people like uh, uh, who was it uh, not too long ago? Like Coca Cola, that whole thing, like telling their employees not to be so white. Like, come on, stop it. 
Don't take, don't do this. So I shouldn't have bought those 28 dashikis? One for each day. One for each day. I gotta ask though. Okay, the only way I, the only way I can answer this, I have to ask you another question. That question is: When you bought the dashikis, did you buy it off an old Korean lady? Because if you bought it off an old Korean lady, you're good to go. But if you bought it at like the wild African shop, I gotta flame you. I mean, I didn't I didn't ask, but it was an old it was an older Asian woman, yeah. So okay, That's so you're good. <laughs> but I'm not gonna presume that she was Korean. No, you have so wrong. That would be racist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They brought it. Do you, do you happen to have them somewhere with you so you can? Uh, no, they're uh, they're off. I'm they're in the laundry. Okay, we're gonna go. Hey, mom, can you bring my dashikis? <laughs> Listen, all I'm gonna tell you, Stuart, just don't put like the wild scarf around your neck and take a knee because you're gonna look. Good. <laughs> hey, Nancy Pelosi really meant it when she did that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's start tonight's show. Sunday is the annual Golden Globe Awards, which, which usually take place in January, but were pushed back this year due to the COVID crisis. This morning, the website Refinery29 published a list of the 17 movies you need to see before Sunday's award show. After looking at the list, Pete and I realized that we've only seen one of the movies. Which is probably the same problem for most people this year. We thought it might be a good idea to go through the list, all of which have gotten nominations for Golden Globes, and see if anybody on our panel has seen the movies or can give us a preview before the statues are handed out on Sunday. So if you have seen or even heard of any of these movies, feel free to jump in after I say their name. Okay, so let's start with the first one. Minari, nominated for Best Foreign Film. Anybody seen it? I've heard of it, and it technically shouldn't I've be a foreign film yeah. because it's an American film. It just happens to be mostly in Korean, and the Golden Globes got in a lot of trouble for that. But it's apparently very good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, okay. but it's not like the Golden Globes have ever got putting the right movie in the right. Like the Golden Globes have yeah. ever got it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> on brand, I mean, you got to give credit for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the director's a Korean American, so like, yeah. like the fact that it it's, it's shot in America, it's shot in America. It's yeah, about like immigrating to America. Most of the actors are American. Are American. Yeah, the, the cast is like American actors who <laughs> happen to be Korean. Like, it's not a foreign film. Well, wasn't it last year that they put a, a movie two under comedy and it was like far from a comedy? I think well, they, they put always do that every comedy. Year. comedy. Oh, they do that every year. Yeah, they get it wrong every year. Yeah. Okay, the next one. Panther as a film. What did you say? Because I couldn't hear you. I said at least they didn't classify Black Panther as a foreign film. You know, that'd be the biggest. <laughs> I mean, it's a film from Wakanda, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an American actor. I don't know. <laughs> so the next film on the list is one that I really want to see, Mank. Six nominations, including Best Picture and um, Best Actor in a Drama for Gary Oldman and Best Director. Who's I saw it. It's fabulous. Uh, I fell asleep. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> I, I loved it, but I love old Hollywood. So if that's kind of your if that's kind of your thing, yeah. uh, you'll you'll really be into it. I do Working. too. Um, <clears throat> Working stream it. Netflix. Uh, Netflix. It's a Netflix, Netflix movie. It's good. It, it was good. I it, I could probably rewatch it, but I also I don't know. There was something about it that I didn't really click with, and I can't put my finger on it. But actually, Amanda Seyfried should have got some nominations because she was really good. She too. was really good in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about No Man Land, nominated for Golden for four Golden Globes, 
including Best Picture Drama, Best Actress for Frances McDormand, and Best Director. Anybody I, see Homeland? I haven't seen it. It's just now on Hulu, if you have Hulu. Yeah. That was another one that, like, it's not, wasn't available for a long time. Um, but that's it's supposed to be very, very good. She's like a gig worker, but who's like borderline homeless and I think works for Amazon, someone said. So it's very like hmm. of our times. You yeah. Know. That's, so it, basically they're living in kind of sort of like a tent mobile community. Yeah. Hence the name Nomadland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next movie on the list, Promising Young Woman. It has four nominations, including Best Picture for Drama, Best Actress for Carrie Mulligan, and Best Director. This is one of those movies that probably is in the wrong category because they say it's kind of a dark comedy. It's oh. not. It's dark. I, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call but it a comedy. No, it's no. got. It's got funny moments, but it's not a comedy. It is far from a comedy. <laughs> but it's very, very good. It's really, really good. And I, it took a turn I didn't expect at the end, but it was yeah. interesting. Which and I think wasn't the original ending. I don't know. Then, yeah. they, re- then they redid it. And I think that this ending is, is, is correct. Yeah, but it's really good. And it's, you know. Or can you see it? Uh, it was on Amazon, I think, available. I have connections, yeah. so I got to watch it early through a screening website. Shh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I just did on our fucking podcast. I, mean, I, I saw it in the drive through so. Okay, so, yeah, Pete, I think we actually saw three, actually, on this list. Three? Oh, yeah, we did. We saw three. You're right. Yeah. So the next one we did see, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yep. It has five nominations. That was good. Best for Drama, Best Director for Aaron Sorkin, and Best Supporting Actor for Sasha Baron Cohen. We loved it. I thought it was a great film. And Sasha Baron Cohen, he's an incredible actor. And I'm so glad that he was able to do something outside of, like, the yeah. you know, comedic you, format. You know, it's, it's interesting because with all the movies that have been kind of pushed away from, from theater releases but are going straight to the uh, streaming services, this is probably the one movie that, like, you know, unless you're talking about, like, Wonder Woman, one, the only movie that's like, yeah, this was supposed to be in a theater, you can mm-hmm. tell. Well, because it just it has like a, a lot yeah. of like name actors. It's got like the gravity of like a of like a, f- a film in a theater kind of movie, and it's Aaron Sorkin. So it's like yeah, it, it was, yeah, it's a great movie. But but it clearly, you know, you're watching an Aaron Sorkin movie because nobody on earth talked like that. Nobody. I haven't seen it because oh, yeah. Sorkin rubs me the wrong way. I can't. I'm not a big Sorkin person. I'm not really? But if you I mean know. it's. Oh. It's, it's really a smug fucking dialogues a lot of the time, and yeah. it's like, oh, good for you, you're fucking smart, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it, it does get a little overwhelming because it's like the this, this seven people are all sorkening <laughs> with each other, so it's even more... It's too uh, much sorkening! Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think, a I think five is a word. should be the limit of sorkening. Guilty of what? What guilty? You know, guilty like. You know how guilty well, it is. What is guilt? Yeah. Guilt is an abstract thing, isn't it? <laughs> It's yeah, really so funny because all the jurors have to sit, so they can't, you can't have them walking around the courtroom and talking. It must have really drove them nuts. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, by the way, if you've ever seen that uh, spy series on Netflix where he played uh, an Israeli spy, uh, mm-hmm. it was a limited series. That was also a drama, dramatic role, so you know he can do dramatic stuff pretty well. He, so yeah, I mean, he was amazing. Yeah, he was in a Hugo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next movie. Borat, subsequent movie film that we also saw as well. Three nominations, including Best Picture for a Comedy and Best Actor, again, for Sasha Baron Cohen. 
Um, who didn't love this movie? I love it. I absolutely love I, it. I, I'm, I'm rooting for the, the woman who played the daughter oh, yeah. to get a nomination. Yeah, she's nominated, too. Yeah, yeah she's, she's nominated. Okay, good, nomination good. As well. she's Yeah, fantastic. It was so uncomfortable to watch that I absolutely loved it. You, you know I want to be in Golden Cage like Melania. You know, it's, you know, it's like, it, it's that he could have just put out like a half-assed movie. Like, yeah. it didn't have to be really good, you know, considering everything that, that's going on. But they actually went out of their way to make it good. And then on top of that, then all of a sudden you get a scandal with the whole Rudy Giuliani thing. I, I mean, this this movie in some ways probably surpasses the first movie because oh, for sure. it's so much more relevant now than the first movie was mm-hmm. relevant when that came out. I wish they would have dropped that Golden Cage cartoon like as a short. I know. <laughs> I really want to see because they went through all the trouble of doing as much as they did. Like, they could have done it into, like, a 15, 20-minute short. That would have been hilarious. I wish I could have seen it. That scene at the abortion clinic may be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Pete and I were screaming, laughing. We, we could not continue it's, it's, it's the greatest moment so smart ever. He's, he's such a smart person. Yeah. And if you ever hear him, like, I know I posted a while ago an interview that he did that just sums him up completely. He says, you know, the reason why I do this is because I want to show the ugliness that exists out there and he does it in such a comedic way and it just really shows you how fucked up people really are he says he's going to stop doing like this I love he's he no, says he's, he's going to stop doing this kind of like uh like i i guess i i don't want to know what do you call it flash mob comedy or whatever how he's doing it like that because it's just becoming too unsafe well did you see the video I, of him yeah. um at the fair where he had performed the song he was getting chased and it was oh yeah they had to oh, they go would've, they would have dangerous for, yeah. for sure yeah, he still said he's gonna do comedy he's just not gonna do that style of comedy anymore yeah and that's i think that's sort of dangerous he's or married he he's got kids characters. yeah he's gotta be careful or he can't he can't go after people with guns that's another option yeah. and i think he's already kind of gotten his point across especially mm-hmm. the yeah, last yeah. Four out movie that was just fantastic I'm chris so why did you thumbs it down I you know the first one was was great I enjoyed it but like sometimes you don't get lightning striking the same twice it just didn't do it for me like I I didn't I found it just kind of annoying it mm-hmm. was like it was to me it felt like I understand where y'all were coming from of like what he was showing but honestly like watching it I just kind of felt like it was a guy being an asshole for the sake of just being an asshole and I didn't enjoy it mm-hmm. that's just okay. me though. You know, Chris, if it wasn't, if you weren't still celebrating Black History Month, I'd, I'd really take you to task on this. <laughs> but I'm going to give it You're to you. You're getting off light. <laughs> okay. Whoa, whoa, on. whoa. What do you mean by light? No, I didn't mean that. Uh, I'm you, Elizabeth. Oh, no. Chris, our podcast's over. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even notice that, man. That's cool. Somebody's getting canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, next next one. Um, one Night in Miami. Three nominations, including Best Director for Regina King and Best Supporting Actor for Leslie Odom Jr. I'm dying to see this movie. Too. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Really I love Leslie Odom Jr. Um, Joe? No, it was fantastic. In fact, it's hard to pinpoint which actor was like the standout because they were all so good. It was like it was like Regina King. You know, I know that she's directing and stuff like that, but she's just kind of put these guys in a room, gave them the character and let them go. That's what it feels like. It is just so natural. They're just so good. And they have all of them have a presence. And so uh, uh, it's it's wonderful. They're, just, they're all on the top of their game in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris. Yeah, it's this. It, to me, I personally, I mean, I know we're still early in the year, but I, I think it's definitely going to be in the running for like one of the best movies of the year. Like, 
I don't know uh, what the process was for each one of these characters, but like every single one of them, you you believe them as who they are. You believe the guy playing Malcolm X is Malcolm X, and so on and so forth. And it's also interesting because uh, you see these characters who uh, are so different in a lot of ways and are doing so many things within the community to try to build up black people. And then there's like still that internal argument of like, are you doing enough? What are you doing within it? Like, are you faking the funk? Are you actually doing something that contributes? And like the conversations that they have through the entire movie, it just makes you think of, of, of so much shit and, and, and really like dive into like, it, it, it's so perfect for a time like this because you see all this, this like, you know, virtue signaling type things like, well, I'm doing this. I'm an ally in this way. And it's like, are you really? And that's the kind of the question that keeps going in its entire movie. This is one you're going to see in the Oscars as well, too. Oh. So if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it, see it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if all yeah. these actors aren't nominated, it's going to be a, it's going to be a sin. Cause like, this is a good year for women directors to be nominated too, because the director of promising young woman, Minari and, uh, or sorry, not Minari, Nomadland and, um, and Regina King are all nominated uh, finally. So, so yeah, a I'm, deal. Excited to watch that one this weekend too. That's definitely on our list, and I love Leslie Odom Jr. I think he's just oh, he sings in this movie too. Oh. So enjoy that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. so we were lucky enough to see him in the with the original Hamilton cast, and his performance made us cry like babies. I mean, I I rarely cry watch musical. Yes, you did. His when he saying "Wait for it," you were crying. Don't lie. <laughs> We were both in oh, I was annoyed because my because my drunk mother decided to annoy me on the phone at, at intermission. <laughs> oh, that's the Wait for it. It's before intermission. You know it. You <laughs> dirty liar. Maybe I wasn't annoyed in the first half. <laughs> I, was, I was annoyed the whole second half. <laughs> no. I wasn't crying. I had dust in my eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you still hear it whenever we play it, and you still get emotional when you hear Leslie Odom's voice. Oh, yeah. I cry and every time. And Pete still has song. to pee. My mom had like did not get that into Hamilton when it came on Disney Plus and we watched it together. And I was quietly trying to not cry during Wait For It. And she was like, are you really that into it? I was like, shut up. Shut I, up. I know. I'm like, I'm getting emotional right now. Just imagine him oh. singing it right now. So well, you, I guess that's the to a movie I hated. Uh, I mean, <laughs> two nominations oh. for best picture comedy and best actor Andy Samberg. We actually got to go to a screening of this movie. Oh God, what was it? It we was literally. Fun. I think that it was the second to last movie that I saw in the movie theaters. Yeah, we got to um, see it like way a long time ago. Back, and, yeah, no, actually, no. It had. It was even longer than that because we saw it. Like we saw it in 2019. Yeah, and we started like like because we were still doing the show in 2019, so it had to be like late November of 2019. So it may have changed because it didn't come out on Hulu until middle of uh, last year. Yeah, but I see. I liked it. I, I, I liked thought it. it was quirky and weird, but I yeah. liked it. It was running. It was running the festivals before that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, but we were the people that made the film what it was because we had to do the notes afterwards. Gotcha. And, gotcha. and Veronica just said she didn't like it. So appreciate that, it. that didn't help. <laughs> and then when I went to turn in my form, the guy's like, oh, you actually have to like rate it. So I was like, okay. So I just rated it really quick. And he's like, oh, you have to write more. And I was like, <laughs> I really, really, really hate it. <laughs> I just, I like oh, oh, you mad at me for not liking Borat, but you didn't like Palm Springs? I wasn't mad at you. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. That's all I, 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 I didn't like it. 
Okay, so going down our list, um, then they have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, two nominations Ooh. for Best Actress Drama for Viola Davis and Best Supporting Actor for Chadwick Boseman. I haven't, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. Definitely going to win because I, the best thing you could do for your career is die before after you made a good yeah, movie. Yeah, but I, I, I oh, think geez. now. Listen, I mean, I seen this movie, and I remember the first thing I was watching it, and I was about ten minutes in, I was like, "This was originally a play because yeah. like it all fits in one room, and it was originally a play." But I, this nomination thing though, I think should be reversed because I think there's a whole lot more of Chadwick than there is of Viola. They're both fabulous, and they both deserve mm-hmm. a nomination. But Chadwick should not be uh, a supporting in this. Mm. He is—he uh, is one of the linchpins <laughs> well, in this movie. I mean, it, They're it, trying to make up for the year they jammed her into supporting, so that Emma Stone could freaking win. I don't care if it's possible or not. But it's a great movie. I, I really it. enjoyed it. Look, it's—it's it's very possible that they put him as best supporting actor because. I mean, look, I, I'm not taking anything away from his performance. I didn't see it. I'm sure he's great in it, but they're going to give it to him either way because he died. Like, I mean, that's just... No, it's, his... It's, he's no, also, I, so they I, probably put him in Best Supporting Actor, so it because nobody's going to really question it. Like, if you put him in Best Actor category, maybe somebody would say, oh, maybe he wasn't, like, in the movie enough to get to, to be against, like, maybe mm-hmm. Gary Oldman or somebody else. In Best Supporting Actor, you really can't guess okay. it. You, know, you can't have, like, a favorite. Is Chad he in running for best actor though? in a different category? Was it again? Uh, I think he, well, there was. Did he, he didn't get nominated for the Five Bloods, did he? No, no, no. no okay, so, I think there was talk that he was going to, but oh no, wait, the Gold Globe totally shoved the Five Five Bloods. Yeah, they the did. Bunch they, of, they, they oh, that's because there's no black people in the voting body of the. Uh, yeah. oh, I think the Five Bloods was that good. I was disappointed by it, but, uh, but I liked it, but I. There's flaws, yeah. but I um, I thought the Delroy window should have been nominated. Yes. So in, in terms of supporting actor versus lead actor, I think in the play, I would I think Levy is a supporting actor. Um, but I think also because he like normally the character of Levy would be I think a supporting actor, but Chadwick Boseman's performance was just so good. It that's like all like that's what you remember about the movie is his monologues. And his parts, because he was just, I mean, it was genuinely top five best performances I've ever seen, period. So, so would he have been, it was uh, unreal. That, that regardless of him dying, he would have definitely, been, he would be the one you would think would win. He, he's, he would win, he would win if he was still alive, 100%. Cool. Cool. Correction. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's good. Correction. I mean, he's actually up, lessons, you know? he's actually up for lead actor in a drama for moderating spot him. Good. Good because oh, he, he is. Oh, okay. He's not a. He's definitely leading that movie. Oh, there's a push for him to be supporting actor for The Five Bloods. Mm. Okay, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, sorry. I mean, okay, so then maybe it's a little confused. Then, well, then Refinery Twenty Nine doesn't know what the hell we're talking about because I took this right from their list. <laughs> they need to refine their list. Yeah, Twenty nine times over. <laughs> Silence him, please. <laughs> There's 28 refineries that are doing way better than them, apparently. So, fact <laughs> checking. Okay, let's move on. The United States versus Billie Holiday. Two nominations, including Best Actress for a Drama uh, for Andra Day. By the way, that woman has a beautiful voice. This is like the first like role she's done, right? Or the first? I think the first acting role. Like, one of the few. Role. And she also sings too. In yeah. well, she's a singer. The only one who might have seen this is Elizabeth because it's not out yet. Yeah, so I actually haven't. I don't know where they've been sending these screeners to, now. but uh, none let, of us have let, seen it. Let me it. put it this way. 
even if it was a screener, it had they, they haven't released it as a screener. They because, literally just released how it. How do they vote on it then? How do you vote on it? I can explain. Screener. No, no, no. You can you, you can release it as a screener. I was for a while. I've kind of stepped back. Um, the past couple of years, though, I was part of like a critics association. You get on all the mailing lists and you get sent a lot of screeners. You don't get sent all of them because, especially because we were small and not like big names. But um, yeah, then theoretically, you go vote on them after you get them. But so I actually have piles of screeners. I have screener swag because the other interesting thing they do is send you very nice things to try to get you to vote for the thing. So I actually have a very beautiful Irishman coffee table book. Of the artwork and scripts and all that, nice. and one for us, for, you know, Jordan Peele's Us, which that one I really like. I got that, and I was like, I must protect this because it's an all-white cover with like the scissors on the top. They they studios love sending things. I actually have one for Marriage Story that's like journals for the characters and all this. Incidentally, if anyone really liked Marriage Story a lot, I'm very happy to unload that because I, <laughs> I don't fucking want it. So Elizabeth, Elizabeth, just out of curiosity, uh, in the um, Irishman coffee book, did they de-age um, Robert De Niro? I actually, I barely opened it because I was, once I got it and I was like, this is too nice to kind of touch and open. I just sort of tucked it safely away and I have a few other things like that where I'm like, I don't have a good spot in my apartment to kind of display it or show it. So it's just sort of safely. Yeah. I, I thought maybe it was just all the guys from the film de-aged in like underwear. Like, <laughs> no, cause they didn't de-age their bodies and you can tell in the movie when you're watching. Oh, that's the best when they're walking. And they're all... walking and like, <laughs> that's a 35 year old man. If I've ever seen one. trying to curb stomp some guy. Yeah, especially this yeah, the scene where he's like kicking the guy on the ground. Like, oh, yeah. you really see he's old, like that. Oh, he got the old man arm up. Like, no, they, well, there uh, there's one where they're both shirtless, uh, him and Pacino, like in when they're sharing a hotel room, which I also thought was really adorable for some reason that they shared a hotel room and like wore pajamas and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at those little old men, except they weren't supposed to be that old. But yeah, they're kind of sitting and everything's just kind of sagging, even though they de wrinkled it. So. <laughs> Okay, the next movie on the list is I Care a Lot. One nomination for Rosamund Pike for Best Actress in a Comedy. I haven't uh, seen it yet, but it's on Netflix right yeah, now. It's on Netflix right now. You can catch it, it this though. weekend if you want. Yeah, I've heard good. mixed things, but you know, yeah, I haven't heard anything good. What it's about? got like a dark humor edge to it that like has run the people the wrong way. Mean, but it sounds like a really messed up movie. Yeah, so I, I, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, what about Pieces of a Woman? One nomination for Best Actress in a Drama for Vanessa Kirby. Haven't seen it. Heard oh. it's a huge fucking downer. And I don't yeah, really it's oh, yeah, it's a big it. downer, Plus but it's movie. it's it's out right now. Too. I think that's Netflix as the well, Netflix right? as well, yeah. Hey, yeah. Wait, Vanessa Kirby, she's from The Crown, right? Yeah, she yes. played Princess oh, Margaret. And, 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 and also oh, Hobbs and Shaw, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Joe. No, I, I, I think Vanessa Kirby's. Oh, she's amazing. She's beautiful and too, she's and she's a, re- I, she's a really good actor. Funny. And uh, don't let don't let the Hobbs and Shaw thing fool you. She actually is a really good actor. So yeah, she's. You I get that Hobbs and Shaw money, you can do promise or uh, a that's, piece of a woman. That's right. <laughs> but you know, but it just sounds like such a depressing movie. Firstly, you have to accept that she got knocked up by Shia LaBeouf, and then the kid dies, mm-hmm. and so it's like it's just so depressing. Spoiler alert. Oh, that's spoiler 
already learned. You don't have to watch it now, everybody. We just saved you two hours of misery. Yeah, that's the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's not a secret exactly oh. because the point but of like, the movie is all the You see her with Shia LaBeouf, and the first thing that goes through your head is, I should have asked. I should have asked her out. Yeah. We had a lot of movies. Fury was an awesome movie. Yeah. To be fair, though, if I was if I was Shia LaBeouf's um, fetus, I'd probably try to uh, to Jesus, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you're stuck with him forever as a father. I mean, I've got my own issues with my father, but my father's no Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) Now, are you comparing him to Honey Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Peter's dad. Peter's dad's listening right now. Going, yeah. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> okay. What's the next movie? Next movie, yeah, because we got the bracket still, guys. Come yeah. on. Sound of Metal one nomination for Best Actor in a Drama for Riz Ahmed. Yeah, I have heard it's really good. I have not seen it. This is on Amazon, by the way, if you guys yeah. want to see it. Yeah. I really do suggest watching it. It is another downer movie, but it is really... He, Riz Ahmed is just next level. Next he, level. In if you've seen Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like his assistant in it for... Yeah. The movie he stuck out in that movie like from day like that was one of his first like kind of breakout roles and I was like that guy is awesome I hope he goes places and I'm excited that he he's been doing well. Okay, um, Emma one nomination for best actress in a comedy for on Ania Anya Taylor Joy Taylor Joy Sorry, I don't know Taylor Joy. Yeah. Um, um, I, I saw it. Where have you been? It's good. This was one of those movies that came out before we got locked down. You could have actually saw it in the theater. Could have, yeah. I ended up watching it at home, but it... uh... I think it came out in January of last year in the theaters, so... I love Anya Taylor-Joy, but I haven't seen it. I I really don't know. Is Emma a comedy, Elizabeth? Yeah, yeah, it's a Jane Austen like romantic comedy, so, you know... Movie. It's misunderstandings like and it's like something Emma Stone would have been in ten years ago. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Anna Taylor Joy, you're going to see her again. She's a really good actor. She's amazing. You're going to be yeah. seeing her more. She's well, really she, I mean, she's going to. You know her from the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah. they, they say she'll probably win. She might win Best Actress for Television for that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'd give it to her too. I've, I've loved her since the you witch. Give it to if you, you no, know, uh... I give her the award. <laughs> no, I you I, listen, if I'm going home with anybody, it's Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I liked that movie, The Witch. I know that's not for everybody, but she she was very good because she was still very young. She had to do all the like weird kind of old English dialogue. It just nailed it, and like again, it stuck out from the minute that she was on screen. And now look where she is. <laughs> Okay. Um, News of the World, two nominations, including Best Supporting Actress for Helena Zengel. I'm not sure on that one because I haven't seen it. Um, it's the Tom Hanks movie. It's the Tom Hanks one. Tom Old Hanks. Book. Yep. And um, he didn't get nominated, so mm-hmm. that's that's weird. So um, what about On the Rocks? One nomination for Best Supporting Actor, Bill Murray. Oh, um, that movie existed until today. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen it. It's him and Rashida Jones, like strained father-daughter thing. Sophia Coppola. Sophia Coppola? Yeah, because okay. every movie's got to be about like some kind of strained relationship because every one of them is about her and her father, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one Marlon Wayans is in? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marlon Wayans is in it because I just saw him in the in the thing that's on our screen at this moment. Mm-hmm. So yes. Okay. It's really um, weird that that movie had who it has in it and had almost no marketing. Like it came in, like no one heard about it. 
Okay. And the last movie on the list is Judas and the Black Messiah. Two nominations, including Best Supporting yes. Actor for Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. On this one. Supporting for, or lead actor? Um, it says supporting. What? But then no. again, it's from that's Refinery a, 29. Wait, 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 let's go to the He's the Black Messiah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, though. But the thing about it is, if you see the movie, he is technically not the main character. Yes, the biopic is about him, but it's actually about the guy who betrayed him. So he is the main character. That's why he's nominated for supporting because the truth, the, the story is based off a documentary about the guy. They uh, interviewed him like back in the nineties on PBS, which subsequently after the documentary, what, he what was the name of that actor again? Uh, Stanfield. That's another one who's like, yeah, he's yeah. so good. He was, he was great in that. <clears throat> he was really good. It's in a that. great movie, but it's going to anger you. I'm just saying. No, it's going to anger you. Oh, it was, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going like, to piss you off. They like the expressions that he has as he knows that he has to like betray him is just amazing. Not too many spoilers because you got to know what happens. But uh, yeah, it's it's I mean, really good. It's on HBO Max right now. I think is it still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, a yeah. It's, it's, for a couple oh, more days because oh. it's only they only do the one month on the premiere. So okay. Ooh, I gotta, oh, really? I gotta hop on that. Yeah, because they only get thirty days on March it. And it came 14th. out. Okay. Yeah. So March fourteenth. So is the there's last not day. too much time left. So do see it on HBO uh, Max. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. You didn't you didn't mention Hamilton. It has two nominations. But, but this yeah. is this is not about that. This is about the list that Refinery Twenty Nine gave us. Yeah, but Hamilton's also nominated. <laughs> Four hundred movies that if you haven't no seen nominated. it. Yeah, the Globes are the hardest one to cover because it's movies and TV and, and TV. It's two categories, and it's like it's just so many things. We haven't even hit the TV, but like we said, Queen's Gambit definitely. Yeah, I love that very much. So let me ask you guys this before we move on to our fun segment. Um, do you think less people are going to be tuning in this Sunday because most people haven't seen all of these movies? What do you think of the turnout's going to be, or will people just be watching because they're home? Um, Elizabeth, I think it's I think it's going to be low because even though people are home, like we said, there's not um, not a lot of what do you call it uh, known movies known no names. Mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about this before we started, but the Globes are notorious for basically inviting celebrities that's why i think like kate hudson's nominated for the yeah. movie she did with sia the only reason to she's nominated is to get kate hudson to come to the ceremony any in a normal year i don't know what they're doing exactly this year for they're how they're putting it together but it, it's any questionable nomination from the globes is purely to get the celebrities there because it's the biggest party in hollywood you get to drink at this awards ceremony like others you know they invited they nominated the movie the tourist with angelina jolie and johnny depp which was panned by everybody but they got nominated for a golden globe come on it won Um, and what? Really? Oh, I forgot that. For I blocked, comedy. Blocked that out of my mind. Yeah. See, and uh, so the, I mean, Oscars has problems. All the all the award show nominating bodies have problems, but the Globes is really sort of just the most openly brazen about it. But there's not that many big names nominated this year. You think they would have pulled a Hanks or Streep or somebody to get people interested? But I. They could have got a Hanks, and they didn't. They didn't. They could have, and they didn't. But, but, but you know, Tom Hanks isn't, isn't, isn't the uh, like the guy who puts people in the seats like he used to be. Like, yeah, know, but and the, but that's the actors who they could who would have gotten people to watch. They didn't release those movies because yeah. because of the pandemic. Like in the Heights, had it gone last summer, like it was supposed to, 
then hell yeah, uh, even if it had been terrible, which I doubt it will be, but even if it had been right. god-awful, they would have nominated everybody and their brother in that to get Lin-Manuel Miranda, who gets people to watch, to come. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually think it'll be a uh, relatively high viewership one because I think everybody's seen a lot of the TV shows. I think a lot of times, Maybe. you know, the prestige TV isn't as popular, but I think now it, it is with people being inside. I also think, I mean, I, I, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are hosting, right? Yeah, but they're not yeah. the draw they used to be, and the last time they hosted was ages ago. Well, I think I think I think they're they're a much bigger draw than the hosts they usually have. To be honest with you, bigger than Ricky Gervais. Yeah, they, so they I, stop I think going to that well. I, know I think, watch was Ricky Gervais. I think that's, um, that's true. I mean, I think they're pretty popular, so I, I think that that'll help too. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tiani, did you want to say something earlier? You had your hand up. No, yeah, I was going to say I think it'll be maybe higher than expected just because of Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, but you never know. Yeah, a lot of people are sick of being at home too, so yeah. Hey, and Joe. Um, since they're not actually having a ceremony, ceremony, they're doing a Zoom. I assume, right? They're not yeah, actually doing mostly a, Zoom. There, I think and, some people. And are I think I think the, the globe. Theater. I think the Globes is one of those uh, events you watch because you know who really. To be honest with you, no one talks about five years from now who won the Golden Globe except us nerds. Um, it's it's that uh, I think they go there to see the fashion, the glamour, yeah. the things mm-hmm. like that, and then, and then everybody kind of laughing and interacting because there's drinks. You know, it's 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 in the ballroom of the Beverly Hills Hotel, right? Yeah, a lot of your favorite gifts are from the Golden Globes. Yeah, like Chrissy like, like, like people like, people face. watch for the fashion and, and and the Hollywood and the glamour that we're not going to have now. Yeah, you know, it's a whole bunch of people on Zoom. So I think I, I think that's going to kind of I think that's going to put the viewership down. I'll be honest with you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on. Last night on his show, James Corden got Prince Harry to sing the theme to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air outside the house from the show. Let's take a look at it. The very house that Will Smith turns up to is good enough for the Fresh Prince. It's good enough for a real prince. Okay. Do you remember the song? Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Now, take a minute. And sit right there. Sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called... Bella. Look at you! No, <laughs> he didn't know it. No, he didn't know. So it got us to thinking that TV theme songs are so well known that even royalty are familiar with them. For that reason, we decided to create a bracket battle to decide the best TV theme songs ever. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we're starting with 32, but honestly, the list could have been much bigger. Yeah. Now, before anyone complains, we want to say we apologize for not including the themes from Sesame Street, Mad About You, Game of Thrones, X-Files, What's Happening?, Saved by the Bell, Mad Men, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Batman, Twilight Zone, Perfect Stranger, The Andy Griffiths Show, Chico and the Man, The Munsters, and Sanford and Son. What the hell's on this list then? I know. Right? Oh, by the way, they they are my hair. Honey is like, I came specifically for this. So they're all really great theme songs, but in the end, we could only fit 32 songs. So let's go. Now, Pete, before we get started, a couple of ground rules, like always. How was this um, list generated? Like this was, this was, again, what I did was I went to three different sites that did lists. You can find a zillion sites for this one. Um, but I went with Ranker. Um, Vanity Fair had one. And I forgot what the name of the, uh, the, the third site was. Excellent. And what I did was I tried to find 
the 32 ones that showed up on all three of them. And so these were the ones that there was only one change that I made. Now, and I'll just be honest with you. The, the uh, Miami vice would have been on the list, but, but the, but, but I took it off because like when I was trying to cut these together, there was really no one point in the song where you're like, Oh yeah, that's my favorite part of the song from Miami vice. <laughs> so, so I went with one other song that had been, that had been on two of the three lists. So, okay. Yeah. So now I'm noticing we're an even number and that's always dangerous. And so, then all, again, <laughs> I put, I put the list in a randomizer. So yeah. the way that they get bracketed has nothing to do with like, like me trying to like set this up. So something would right. okay. all literally just like random. We'll okay, see. So because we are an even number that we're going to really have to fight uh, for. Each like song. quickly. Like, Some of these will be easy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now one last question then what is the criteria for us for voting? Just our personal favorite songs. I mean, I think it's got to be, a, I think, you know what, it, when I was listening to all these today, what I was saying to myself was there were certain ones that when I cut it, I still kept singing because like you start to realize really quickly how many of these songs are like just a part of your actual life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like there's, there's um, like, like um, there's so much, there's just like, like a song that you love that just happens to be 30 seconds long um, and so, like, yeah, that's that. Uh, that would be my only criteria. Like, the best songs, and like, if maybe you want to like add in whatever other weight that might go with them, because there's a few songs that have cultural significance in other ways. Like, they've ended up in other places. So, yeah, there's certain songs like I didn't really like the shows, but I like the songs. So, mm-hmm. is that so? We're just strictly going by the theme song. Yeah, just by the theme song. Okay, let's get started. Right. We've got a lot of songs to go through. Are you Ooh. ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's start with the first two. We have the Flintstones. Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. They're the modern Scottish family. From the around the Flintstones, they're a place right out of his story. That was to the Homer. Homer Simpson. (laughs) Or Three's Company. (gasps) Oh. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. Okay. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but the person, uh, I think his name was Joe Raposo that wrote the Three's Company song, also wrote the Sesame Street song. I know. I'm a Three's Company. kind of hear them. Yeah. Okay. So let's start voting. Who votes for the Flintstones? We got three votes for the Flintstones. Who votes for Three's Company? Five votes. a better song. So Three's Company, it is. Are you old people? The shows are older. The shows are older. More recent. The shows are older. The Jeffersons. If you don't vote for this, you're anti-black. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Black History Month. That's all we're getting. That's all you get. I listen. Uh, I'm trying to get a copyright strike, bro. That's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. Good point. Or the Mary Tyler Moore show. Hold on. Where the frick is that one? Oh yeah, there's. Love is all around. No need to waste. You can have it down. 
Hey Gav. Okay, so who votes for the Jeffersons? We love Mary. Way more funky. Yeah. I mean, it's a deluxe apartment. It had to be good because it wasn't a deluxe apartment. It was deluxe. I the argument because Minneapolis actually did a, did a statue of her from the end of that song when she's spinning yeah. and all that. But still, no, the Jefferson song, it's just... Yeah, also, too, the Jeffersons, like, even though there are people who, who never probably watched one episode of that, you could probably start you seeing it in a public place yeah. and everybody will sing with you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's used so many other places. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just a great song. It's just so good. It's so good. Like you have to get up and dance every time you hear it. And and does does everybody know that the uh, the the woman singing lead is actually Walanda from uh, Good Times? Uh, yes, oh, Janae yeah. Dubois. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, the next song, uh, the Love Boat. Hold on, okay, here we go. Let's give a song. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Charo. Hello, Bo. <laughs> we'll be making another road. <laughs> 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 oh. It didn't have to go that hard for that stupid fucking show, but there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I have to give it to that one just from. That no, that's too much. Long. Too much. You're talking about too much. It's too much. Oh, Stewart didn't grow with TGIF, so he thinks that song is too much. Sorry. It's too bad. It's a positive song about a guy changing his life versus this song about, we're going to fuck out a boat. Yeah. <laughs> hey, make love. The song's talking about standing on the wings of your dreams, but it really is just a comedy about making fun of immigrants. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't, doesn't come. It, it's I love Belky by At that time, that was the American dream, Peter, okay? It was a different time. That's all. <laughs> Okay, so who votes for the, who votes for the love boat? Oh wow! Okay, we got six votes for the love boat. Who votes for Perfect Strangers? Oh, the hard, wings right? of the dream. <laughs> it's, it's super hard, but whatever. <laughs> I, it's so it, it means Stuart's got it right. It really doesn't match the. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay, let's move on to Welcome Back, Cotter. Welcome back. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Or the Big Bang Theory. Where the hell are you? Oh, to the Big. These are two The whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. The earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, the Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall, we built a pyramid. History of Revolution, Missouri. I don't want to get into the Big Bang Theory, but I fucking love the Bare Naked Ladies, so I don't know what to do. I love, I am a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan, so you know how I'm going to vote. Yeah, I know how I'm going to vote. Likewise. Now, you know, first five funny. seasons were good. It's, it's funny because, like, 
like bare naked ladies. That song, if in another era, if it, if, it, if that show had been on when Welcome Back, Back Cotter was on, that song would have been a top forty hit because back in like the mid seventies, Joe's the only other person who can who probably knows this, but back in the mid seventies, a song from a TV show could literally be a, a top ten song. And like, it didn't and even have to be a good show. It, it didn't have to be a good show because I'm thinking like David Naughton and making it. Oh my god, my favorite show. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was about a guy that ran, ran a nightclub. Of course, it's it was. Your you know, it was basically like a Saturday Night Live, a Saturday Night Fever sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> like without without the abortions and and the f word and the c word in it. What show are you talking about? It was a show called Making It. Like, like, like I can picture Peter like outside the, when he's working at the club. He's outside the club, going, "Man, I feel just like David Norton." <laughs> so everybody knows who David Norton is. He's the guy. If you remember the "I'm a Pepper, You're a Pepper," Doctor Pepper, he's the American wow. Werewolf in London. He's the American Werewolf in London. They they gave him they gave him a, a show like the year after Saturday Night Fever came out. Everybody was trying to figure out how to capitalize that on television. So their idea was. He like the best thing is like firstly he looks like like a like a a nice Jewish guy who um who sells like sneakers all mm-hmm. day but he's the disco king of wherever it was <laughs> it, it lasted for like six episodes but the song was so good the song went to number one and it's not on this yeah. list so go figure uh, yeah sorry okay. so let's vote who votes for Welcome Back Hotter who votes Ooh. for the Big Bang Theory? Damn. Oh, you, unanimous. Not, okay. Not even one vote. I love those bare naked ladies. Sorry, sorry, oh. Mr. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. song it's for a show, you know? Oh, my gosh. This next one, this is going to be tough for me. Family Ties. Oh. Ah, that's Four different strokes. Oh, how dare you! Oh. Different strokes, 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 he did some really good du- duets with women. Um, and, and like, this was just like such a smooth song. Like uh, that's all just like, you know, and, you, and the minute you hear it, you immediately know what show it goes to. But I mean, I guess you do the same with different, different strokes. Different strokes is the same. I actually don't. I know different strokes argument too. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. You can't make that argument. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, so who votes for family ties? <sighs> Oh, but I love. Oh, I know, me too. Strokes. I'm torn. I have to. I lost enough black points on this show. I can't. I can't keep losing more. <laughs> I can't keep losing more. <laughs> right, Chris. I'm keeping score. I think- <laughs> Damn it! I should have brought Toddy in here. <laughs> she dropped calling the mic me out. You. Calling me out. Damn it. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, I can't believe we just bumped off family ties. Uh, I know, I know. What you I talking hurts. about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. let's move on to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now this is a story all about how life got flipped turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. For the Simpsons. <laughs> No, 
Oh my god, this is a really tough one for me. Well, I mean, it's one of those ones where both, like, like if you've never seen either show, people would still know exactly where yeah. both of these came from. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, The Simpsons probably just because it's been around now for, what, 35 years? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and you know, Fresh everyone knows Fresh Prince. So that's a, as far as its significance, in, uh, in, that it, doesn't it, help. they're both there. <laughs> um, okay, let's vote. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. What another unanimous vote? I mean, that's that's a tough one. That's it's gonna get rough that's, in that's the next round. round yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's truth in that song because every cabbie I've said "Smell You Later." So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, also, but, the, but the Fresh Prince theme song is also another one of those. Like if you start singing it in public. People yeah. are going to join oh, in. Yeah, you know, that's maybe. true. <laughs> but you know, it, it is—it's it, like one of those songs that you, that you always have to. If you're a fan of hip hop music, it's one of those songs that makes you hate white people. It's—it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a song that every white person knows the words to, and that makes them assume they know hip hop music. <laughs> and it's not. So just in case hey, Will song. Smith is hip hop. I'm sick of y'all disrespecting his agency. He is a great I mean, hip hop hey, artist. Will hey, Will Smith took out a cuss in his refs to sell records, but I do so. I am the whitest person on this panel, and I own a Bel Air Academy uh, jersey. So, <laughs> stop disrespecting Joe, my man. I'm not sure that you're the whitest person on this panel. Just, I think just uh, that might be me. <laughs> nah, Stewart, Stewart's that's, got that's to our next week's bracket. Is who's the whitest person on this panel? <laughs> Oh, I, could I make that list? No. Okay. Chris, Chris, can I get the, Chris is going to be hard to beat. Chris is going to be hard to beat. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Let's now it's between friends. Veronica. <laughs> I just think this is such a lazy song. And they're really like, they didn't put any work into this song. I'll be there for you when the rain starts. You know, like, I don't know. It's just not one of my favorite songs. That's why I made that face, Chris. I've seen it. I've seen it. Or I know Danny's going to be happy about this one. Growing Pains. Against Friends? Danny's Sophie's Choice. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I will say about Friends, it's the last TV theme song to go to number one on the charts. Yeah, it is. Growing Pains. It's the last one to go top ten. The montage of uh, of the titles for the show, as it showed them growing up, I always thought if I was on the show, which pictures would I use? So, like, right away. One. This is also a really good, like, like Growing Pains is such a traditional kind of a sitcom theme song like you know whereas uh, uh friends really isn't and so i but think yeah if you go in public and just go so no one told you life was gonna be this way yeah <laughs> everybody was off beat god damn it it's zoom it's again zoom. we're the whitest people we know okay so who votes for for the friends theme song uh, oh who votes i'm deducting for- points chris <laughs> ah! Hey, Aisha Tyler was in that show. Black Horse. <laughs> well, we got a tie now. It's and the first time I was afraid of. <laughs> I'll, I'll change the friends. Um, I could go either way. 
I think Friends, as far as uh, my argument, but Friends is definitely the most iconic. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I think. Good Lord. I mean, you, I that's another one where you can, if much, you've never seen it, definitely if you've never seen it, we'll get you out from under your rock and you'll still know that that's the Friends song. Yeah. I mean, I love both both the songs, but I had to go with you know Growing Pains. But no, I get it. Friends is okay. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, friends, it is. Friends is fine. Okay. Um, it's fine. Laverne, uh, Laverne <laughs> Charlie. Or Gilligan's Island. Uh. What's this and the rest crap? (laughs) (laughs) I think you got to give extra points to the Gilligan's Island theme because they tell the story and the songs. (laughs) If you don't have the theme, you're you're really lost. If you don't have the theme, it starts you out. How did this disparate group of people end up on an island? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like literally, if you're somebody who's never seen an episode of Game of Gaza, it tells you what the fuck it's the show like is the about. So you can't be, you can't be lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, is it starting? You don't have time to go to the bathroom. No, no, no. You have no, to. No, no. You, have to, you have to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's it about? Listen, bitch. Yeah, you know, <laughs> season, you still know exactly what happens. Yeah. yeah. And then you I see the size of the boat. And it's like, how they all fit on? How they all asses get on that damn boat? It's not that big. That's why it sank. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, and I have to say oh. about Hart and Shirley, wasn't that like a very like feminist for the time? It's like we're gonna make yeah. it was. Yeah. You know, no nobody's gonna take us down, and we're gonna do what we want to do. A little trivia: If you go to the uh, take the tour of the Miller Factory in Milwaukee, where they shot all those interior scenes, they do actually have a glove that rolls around on the on the line specifically for people that are there because of Laverne and Shirley's opening. So. <laughs> You can take a picture as the glove goes by. So. I did the tour, and I don't remember that, Joe. Yeah. Years ago, I do, do not remember that. Cool. Okay, I just so- heard about that Gilligan's Island. They, it was a three-hour tour, but the house had all that luggage. Yeah. For a three-hour tour. They were probably going straight to the airport after that. I, I can see that. Uh, <laughs> well, clearly, Danny, you've never seen the way I travel for a week. <laughs> yeah, there's people that overpack. I've seen Pete's face, so clearly <laughs> it must be a lot. He's like, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I forget it. If anything is possible. I don't remember what it was like to travel, so I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> you have to pack for every like, contingency. But, you know, no, it's a damn professor. He can make like a nuclear reactor out of coconuts, but he can't make a goddamn raft. Wow. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> okay, so let's vote. Who votes for Laverne and Shirley? Uh, no, sorry. No. Okay, three votes. Who votes know what time it is? Island. If, if, right, if, if it hadn't been like the whole story in there, I would have gone with Laverne and Shirley. But <laughs> they, it just accomplishes so much in that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, Gilligan's Island was another one that, like, if you were a '90s kid, after Saturday morning cartoons were done, Gilligan's Island was like mm-hmm. yeah. syndication after that. So, gotta, gotta give it up for that. Okay, so we just finished the first column. Let's move on to the second column. Uh, we have the Brady Bunch. Speaking of songs that tell the whole story before yeah. we 
<laughs> this one also tells the story. How did this couple get that's together? The earlier, oh, one, that's the earlier one when it's still them singing. Like the later one, they 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 got like they they're professional singing. Yeah, it's mm. not the cast. No, it's yeah. the other way around. The early ones were the ones. Oh, it's a professional. Then they had the cast singing. Yeah, then they got okay. the cast singing yeah. afterwards. Okay, the next show I actually don't know. Is it the? But greatest- you do know the song. I, I know okay. you know the song. It's cut off. Is it the greatest American hero? Hero, yes. That song so. Believe it or not, George is not home. Was that was that another one that was like that actually like made the charts of like uh, of Billboard yes. charts? Yeah, another one. Really was that was I think this is the TV yeah. theme song that lasted the longest at number one. Wow. This song was huge when it started. The song was huge when it came. Yeah, it was really. I mean, huge. it might have been one number one longer than the show was on. Yeah, well, yeah. Then the show lasted two seasons. Two seasons the only reason yeah. it lasted two seasons was because everyone knew the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the show was going well when in the second season they changed the names of all the characters. Yeah, oh, no. the main character. They tried to actually oh, bring, they on, they tried to bring it back a few years ago and it didn't work. But but I would love that. I'm I'm still. Looking, no, was, I would love to do a reboot. Oh, this. this show would so would so be yeah. a, a hit now. Yeah, but what was funny about that show is that the uh, when the show came out, you know, it's about a guy who, who unbeknownst to himself becomes a superhero. So he was his his last name was Hinckley, and then John Hinckley went and shot uh, sh- shot changed his name in the second so, <laughs> all of a sudden, he was Mr. Henley. For the yeah, second. he went from Hinkley to Henley because that's Listen, Hitler fucked up the name uh, Adolf for everybody. Okay, yeah. so like, I you think, gotta, you gotta do what you got to do. I, I think how how significant is it when this when the song theme is so huge that it ends up on another show on another yeah. hit well, show because say, it was that whole songs have. But Brady Bunch has been in every show because people bring up the Brady Bunch all the time. These yeah. are two songs that have a lot of cultural relevance outside of their actual shows. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, did not go to number one. It was kept off of number one by Endless Love. But it was around forever. I mean, like, it was this gigantic... Huge hit. Huge hit. (laughs) So, The Greatest American Hero, I I don't know the show at all. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I do know the song because I I think I've heard it, like, on Sirius. Like, they play it. Oh, yeah. That's how I know. Like I said, it was a legit chart-topping hit. Yeah, Yeah, I think I have it in my Spotify, and I've never seen, I've never even heard of the show. Oh, wait, you just lost a couple points again. (laughs) The guy that gets left a super suit by aliens, and he has to figure out how to use it. It's actually, it's pretty, pretty, like I said, that show now would be fire. Yeah. Didn't they already do that? Wasn't there like a movie in the nineties called Star Kid, where like an alien suit came down, the kid got in, and he became a superhero. Yeah, but I'm talking about a show. Face <laughs> <It's a> show. <laughs> so so <laughs> different. <laughs> Let's vote. Let's vote. There you go. What are we voting for? Brady Bunch, Brady Bunch versus this one. So we have five votes for the Brady Bunch. Who votes for the Greatest American Hero? Three votes for the greatest American hero. So Brady Bunch, it they is. They were robbed. It, believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> one. I love Lucy. Aww. So 
Bye, let's see it. Let's move on. Or Jeopardy. Oh, there's not all over. You should have moved on. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> oh. I don't like it with the new guitar solos in there. <laughs> too much. Yeah, it's too much. Okay, who, who votes for I Love Lucy? Yeah. Raise your hand, Stuart. No, Jeopardy is way better. Stuart, raise your motherfucking hand. Jeopardy is way better. Your motherfucking hand. Insolent child. Insolent child, raise your hand. If you play that Jeopardy theme song anywhere, who people have never seen Jeopardy know what show it's from. And no, they, it's and like when you ask true. somebody a question and they don't and know it, the answer, you start. And, and it has, and it, has a, it has a meaning beyond even related that's to Jeopardy. You, you play lie. that song when somebody you doesn't know the answer that. to something. You, don't you know it's funny. That. Those two songs are probably it. the most. Uh, I love Lucy. Just sounds like a, a generic '50s theme song. They're probably the two um, songs that the best comedy ever. As voted on in our previous bracket, there is no way that anyone like like any white TV executive in the fifties would be like that 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 Latin beat in the background that needs to be in all our shows. Right? No, they, <laughs> the only reason they got that in was because of Desi. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably beat the shit out of the movie, <laughs> like he did Lucy. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! I'm going Jeopardy. Gotta say Jeopardy. Too many loss. Too yeah. late. Hey, how's it feel to be so next, fucking wrong? Next two. Mash. Uh, the song of my bedtime. <laughs> Suicide is painless. Is the song of your bedtime? It was because because like after 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 uh, uh, WWE was uh, was gone, it was it was mash and it was well, time to go to bed. If they had used the lyrics in this song, it would not be as huge as it is. Mash came on after wrestling. If mash came on at nine p.m., that was after wrestling, and I had to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, for the Golden Girls. Oh. Oh. Thank you for being a friend. What are we doing here? Let's just go. Travel down the road back again. Travel down the road. You're having a confidant. And if you do a party, I was trying to tell people about the other day, Tanya. <laughs> you will see the biggest gift. <laughs> 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 do we need a vote? <laughs> yeah, we don't need a vote. Sorry, what are we? Uh, yeah, yeah Golden Girls moving yeah. on. Sure. Well, I mean, a, a, the, 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 the lyrics in MASH are, are problematic. And secondly, it came from the movie, so I don't even know if this actually counts. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Like, like the theme movie. song is there, but it came like. from the movie, so. Mm-hmm. So, Golden Girls, let's move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've established this Golden Girls. Like, we got it. We just had a moment, man. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Okay, the Adams family. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together kooky. The Adams family. Their house is a museum. People come to see them. Really are scary. The Adams family. Oh, it's museum. I thought they said mausoleum. Oh, I mean, that works too. Yeah, it would work. Yeah, it would still work. Still fine. So it's the Adams Family versus Happy Days. Monday, happy days. Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, happy days. Sunday, happy days. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, happy days. Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, happy days.
I think it's arguably the the most popular show of the 1970s. It might be. Yeah. Okay, so who votes? Goodbye, Grace guys. Hello, Blues. Adam Stanley. Yeah. We got three votes for the Adams Family. Who votes for Happy Days? Fifties weren't that great, Ron Howard. Why are you thinking of Ron Howard? He was just, he was it's so, not his fault. It's, it's not his fault. <laughs> so me. Why would you sing about him of all the characters? Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Walk Out. Oh, man. Or cheers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. How dare you? And they're always glad you came. If you listen, the one thing I'll say before we vote on this one, the Full House theme as a total sucks. Like the sing yeah. the, the the lyrics in the song and the guy it sounds like he's selling like like dog worm medication yeah. and the chorus is really good. It's the only yeah. It's when you get to the hook. That's the hook. It doesn't. The rest of the song is just fucking awful. But they knew that because they would just show you the house and when they all of a sudden hit the hook, it's like oh you're playing in the park now. Go yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it like, it's like, are you suffering from erectile oh, wow. dysfunction? Like, that's what the commercial is. Are you suffering from erectile dysfunction? Everywhere you look. Everywhere. <laughs> okay, guys, guys. So let's vote. Who votes for Full House? Who votes for Cheers? I actually own I owned single when I was young. I, I Gary Portnoy. Mm-hmm. Hang on, Chris. Do you have this on your Spotify? <laughs> I don't, but I might because, like, I've never seen one episode of Cheers, but I fucking know the Cheers theme song. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move on to the Sopranos. And it's a banger. <laughs> Cheers is a banger. It's a banger. This is a great song, by the way. <laughs> it's a really good song. So bad um, the show it's, wasn't. It's connected to the to, to like the least the song that would be least like it, right? <laughs> Versus the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts. <laughs> Can you tell like there used to be an industry about making this stuff and now there yeah. really isn't yeah. now it's just we get some guy to do it like they, yeah. and they do all sorts of stuff. Okay, so who votes for the Sopranos? We have three votes for the Sopranos. Who votes for the Facts of Life? Five. I know the Sopranos is great and all, but I mean Facts of Life is a jam. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Chris. Is the theme to the Facts of Life a banger as well? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Not even close. Yeah. I'm there with you. Hey, Stuart, you, your opinion is like half of a point, okay? So we're not even really... <laughs> I, will make, I will make this argument for all those that are disappointed about the Sopranos theme. The Sopranos theme, I think, is great, but it sounds like something that was probably written before. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas I, the Facts of Life was written for was. the Facts of Life. The yeah. so I, I think it was on an album before it was ever on the See, show. There you go. So, I mean, that kind of disqualifies so it, if you ask me. Should have been Game of Thrones. 
okay, the wire. The next, the next two songs. The wire is a good theme song. All in the family. Boy, the way Glenn Miller plays. Songs that made my hit parade. <laughs> guys like me, we had it made. Those <laughs> were the days. The day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Tanya. That's pretty good. We're going to be playing this bunker when we come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. I already, I already have the sketch in my head. It's going to be fantastic. That's pretty good. <laughs> Pete, did you hear me? Oh, Hawaii 5 0. We were too loud. <laughs> That's like the kind of theme that, like, while you're hearing it, you want to like stop in a position every few seconds, like this. Freeze yeah. <laughs> frame for sure. See, that's yeah. the thing because, like, we're doing this now. If we would be doing this like 20 years ago, I mean, that that theme would be and so much more iconic. Yeah. Okay, so who votes for All in the Family? <gasps> wow, only three of us. Yes. Who votes for yeah. Hawaii Five O? Know what's going on? Five votes for Hawaii. Oh, okay. Uh, Tanya, I got this sketch already. I'm going to send it to you guys. It's going to be amazing. We'll just do it here. <laughs> okay, the next, the last two for the second column. We have Mission Impossible. Another one of these. I forgot that was a TV show. I only know it as a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Or Good Time. Now, interesting, interesting piece of pop, uh, pop, pop culture. Temporary layout. Easy credits. Good times. Hanging on a chow line. Hanging on a jiving. That's another point. Hanging in a chow line. Hanging in a chow line. Hanging in a No, it's hanging in a chow line. That is what the lyric is. Look it up on Google. It's hanging in a chow line because they're talking about the soup kitchens when you're homeless and you waiting for a meal. It's hanging in a chow line. Don't come for your boy. What's interesting about this song, so just, you know, for those pop-up video moments. So we talked earlier about how the Jeffersons, the the lead vocal is is, is sung by somebody from Good, um, Good Times. The song Good Times is written by Lamont from the Jeffersons. Yeah. Just in case you didn't know that. Like, like, but the like, words to that song, if you listen to it, who the hell was those times good for? Temporary layoffs. I was like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. No lie. That's my theme. That's my ringtone. Well, that's what I was going to also say, like Mission Impossible, like if you wanted to show like in a movie or something, like like some sort of like it was in Revenge of the Nerds even where they're like doing some sort of like covert thing. That's always like the song yeah. that pops up. Oh, it's, so, it's I mean, these, these two, like I'm it's torn everywhere. on both. Of, I'm torn on both of these. So, well, if you don't vote for good times, you're anti-black. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> black History Month. <laughs> two more days. <laughs> you're talking about a guy that looks like a pistachio here. So. <laughs> 
Hey, pistachios are very popular in the black community, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, that sunflower seeds, Chris. Sunflower seeds. Yeah, there you go. No, no. Pistachios too. Pistachios go hard. Don't you dare. Okay, let's vote, guys. Uh, who votes for Mission Impossible? Well, I just like you guys to know that I am voting for good times. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Right. Veronica's wow. an ally. Veronica's the only ally on this. Wow, that's like, like the first time in a very long time I felt like a Republican. If you didn't vote for good times, you voted for Trump. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason why Hillary lost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you watch a few more episodes of Good Times, you would have not voted for Trump. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> now on to the Sweet Sixteen, and it's Maybe. gonna get hard, guys. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Three We're seconds. not gonna play these anymore, so you're just gonna have to remember them. Okay. I'll know them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's between Three's Company or the Jeffersons. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay, who votes for Three's Company? My second favorite sitcom of all time. Okay, Jeff, what about the Jeffersons? Oh, I, gotta the Jeffersons. I have to go with the Jeffersons. Elite eight, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, Three's Company. I failed you. We still love you. Especially Priscilla Barnes. We really love you. So. Yes, we love Priscilla. We do. Okay, next two. Love Boat or Big Bang Theory? Who votes for the Love Boat? I'm going to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, three for the... Who votes for Big Bang Theory? Okay, so we got five for Big Bang. So it moves on. Okay, um, the next two. Different Strokes or The Fresh Prince? Oh! Who votes for Different Strokes? Hmm. Just, Who just votes for Fresh Prince? I know. Fresh Prince, come on, all day. Yeah, I know. Fresh Prince, it is. Okay, the next two. Friends or Gilligan's Island? Who votes for Friends? Interesting. We have three votes for Friends. Who votes for Gilligan's Island? We have five votes for Gilligan's Island. All right. Not unhappy with that, even though I voted against it because I, yeah. I it's still it it is a great song. Mm-hmm. At least I got to vote friends once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next two um it's between the Brady Bunch or I Love Lucy. Who votes for the Brady Bunch? Okay, Uh-oh. we got four. Who votes Good for time. I Love Lucy? Okay, we got four and four. It I tells th- a story. <laughs> I, you know what? I think as much as this is going to hurt me to do, I think I'm going to vote for Brady Bunch instead of I Love Lucy. Even though it's you like, didn't want to do it, I know. I know you didn't want to though. I know because it's it's Lucy and yeah, I know you didn't want to. So of all time, okay. So, but you're like Danny said, it does tell a story, and everybody knows that. And I'm also wearing a Brady Bunch shirt today. So, oh damn, oh damn, oh, damn. oh man, oh. <laughs> just lost black points. <laughs> <laughs> Next two, it's between Golden Girls or Happy Days. Oh my gosh. Oh, think about this one for a couple seconds, guys. 
Yeah. Golden Girls or Happy? None needed. Okay. None, none Pete, needed. play the Jeopardy okay. music while we think it over. <laughs> exactly. That's why it should have won. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. This thing keeps going off. I'm sorry. Okay, so everybody voted for Golden Girls except for you, Pete? Yeah, I went with Happy Days. Can I just ask you why? I just, you know what it is? It's it's because the show, again, maybe because I was actually alive when the show was on. It was such a big show that the song was such so synonymous with it. And it, and it was just like, it, I don't know. It's just, it's like, it, 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 like, I don't think people but understand. That, like, to be, but to be honest with you, that was not the original theme to the song. No, it was the theme song to the, the show. Walk Around the Clock. But the so. thing is that, like, like I don't think people realize, like, when you talk about a hit show now, you're talking about a show that had may, that has maybe eight or nine million viewers. When you're talking about, like, a show from, like, the seven, like, Happy Days on any given night had 35, 40 million people watching it. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, and I know that's even less than what it was in like the fifties when like Milton Berle would have 90 million people. But, um, but like still like, because that song was such a part of the, of, of the time that like, I just think that that song just like has a special. Yeah, but it, but it lost. So let's move on. Happy days was iconic. Is. We have the term jump the shark from it. Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next two. Cheers or Facts of Life? Who votes for Cheers? We've got, oh, we got five votes for Cheers. Who votes for Facts of Life? So three votes for Facts of Life. So Cheers moves on. Um, the, next, the next two, um, Hawaii Five O or Mission Impossible? Who votes for Hawaii Five O? Yeah. Yep. Oh, four. <laughs> Who votes for Mission Impossible? I had to stick with my ringtone. <laughs> you know, it's amazing because both of them are still franchises. Yeah, yeah I, I think on the other one's movies. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I know the Mission Impossible more from the movies, so I think that that's sort of clouding it. Adults are talking. I think I think I think to change his vote so we can move on. We're talking more of a banger. What? Yeah, because I, I like I like Stuart's thought on that. Oh, okay. So Hawaii 5-0. Yeah, did. Chris, he likes my thought. Yeah, every, you know, broken <laughs> clock's wrong. We're down to the final eight. The Jeffersons or Big Bang Theory? Who votes for the Jeffersons? We've got uh, five. Joe, Joe, put your hand up. You know it's real. You know, you, you, know you search your feelings. You know it to be true. No, I can't. I can't. You know it's real. I can't play it again, Peter. Bare naked, bare naked. my boys. I know. I'm terrifying. Who votes for Je- uh, for Big Bang? Okay, so three votes for Big Bang. So Jefferson's the Jefferson's moves on. Um, the next two: Fresh Prince of Bel Air or Gilligan's Island. <gasps> they both tell stories. Oh no! Wait. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Oh lord. Yeah, this one's hard. Um, who votes for Fresh Prince? How come he don't want me? Come on, you gotta get up for that. Oh, no, don't do that scene. You gotta get up for that. That scene alone. I mean, Chris. My eyes are sweating now. The heart right then. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Carlton dance, come on now. It's not unusual to be anyone. I'm okay with that too, even though I voted for Gilligan's Island. My eyes are sweating. I know. That's what they do. I know. It's like. 
even if you always see that that last line, him just saying, "How come he don't want me?" You're like that. It, that still fucks you up. <laughs> it's <just> so good. <laughs> okay, the next two um, between the Brady Bunch or the Golden Girls. Mm. Um, who votes for the Brady Bunch? Sorry, I'm going Brady Bunch all day. Votes for the Golden Girls. Six to one, the golden girls it is. Everyone who voted, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> we traveled down the road and back. Well, technically, again. Joe, yeah. you should Your be heart is true. for this Your one friend. because Your that pen. song was actually, was actually not from the from, not from the TV show originally. It was a single released by a guy named Andrew Gold. Um, so no one cares. The Golden Girls won. Gold. Next. Gold. Golden <laughs> Girls. It was meant to be. Next. <laughs> um, between Cheers or Hawaii Five O, who votes oh! for Cheers? Oh, cheers yeah. uh-huh. We've got Chris. Is that a vote? I see. So we have five for Cheers. Who votes for Hawaii Five O? Just want to make it clear: three for Hawaii Five O. So Cheers, it is. Okay, guys, we're down to the final four. Oh, four. <coughs> uh, so right. for people that are listening, it's the Jeffersons, Fresh Prince, Golden Girls, and Cheers. So. Cool. Let's start with the Jeffersons versus Fresh Prince. Oh. Who votes for the Jeffersons? Gotta go with the Jeffersons. <gasps> yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna do Jeffersons. Okay, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth was the tiebreaker. Five. <laughs> and we have three for Fresh Prince. Fresh so Prince. Jeffersons. Good song, but Jeffersons is a banger. If you gotta get knocked out by a song, the Jeffersons is a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. To, to lose to. And then we have the Golden Girls theme song or the Cheers theme song. Who votes for the Golden Girls? Yeah, I got to go with the Golden Girls, too. Okay, so we've got two votes for Cheers, six for the Golden Girls. Okay, guys, we're down to the final two. Oh, no. Between the Jeffersons uh-huh. and Golden Girls, so it's 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 um, like a, a well-to-do black couple versus a bunch of old white women in yeah. Florida. <laughs> a bunch of old white women in that Florida. Way it's gonna be quite <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if you guys are looking at the comments, but our friend Luke, <laughs> Luke is saying Golden Girls. <laughs> um, okay, oh, stop, so, Luke. <laughs> if we need a tiebreaker, maybe Luke will be the tiebreaker. Okay, guys. <laughs> So this is a tough one. Tough one. <laughs> Who votes for the Jeffersons as the best TV theme song of all time? You know, uh, I bracket. love Golden Girls, but yeah. oh, no, we're oh, four votes for the Jeffersons. Who Luke. votes for the Golden Girls? Luke is a tiebreaker. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before we ask Luke to be the tiebreaker, <laughs> he was okay. <laughs> um, anybody want to change their votes? No, change it. No, no, I don't want to. Oh, oh, oh. I was about to say Chris. I thought we were. I I wasn't listening. I was thought you were going to say that, you know, who could argue for it. I was ready for that. He was about to to change his vote. I was going to ask, what's your name? Does she cool your soup? (laughs) (laughs) Here's why I'd say the Jeffersons, although I think the Jeffersons was a good show, the theme song's better than it. I think that the show, The Golden Girls, is better than the theme song. That's fair. Okay. Who? Anybody? Quick, quickly, want to argue for the Golden Girls? Uh, I just better song. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's not that it's a better song. Um, I think it's just. 
I don't have a good argument because they're both too good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they both have a really good. They, but they also both have a really just, good message. It's so catchy. Yeah, yeah the a, I, I admit. Yeah, I guess the the message of Golden Girls is okay. about friendship. Theoretically, the Jeffersons. Um, you know, material things, but I mean, also, right. I've, I've been apartment hunting all day, and so you think I'm not saying we're moving on up, moving on up right. to an apartment. You gotta remember, but you gotta remember, Sherman Hemsley is like such an iconic character as George Jefferson. Like, the yeah, walk, but, uh, but we're not the talking flag, about the show, we're everything. talking yeah. about the show. It is about the show. It is about the show. Also, Sherman Hemsley was a closeted gay man and still pulled off being a good, loving husband. How dare y'all? Okay, so let's stop. I'm going to ask one last time, and if we need a tiebreaker, then Luke's going to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> Vote for the Jefferson's theme song. Okay? We're Elizabeth, still you know it's in the heart. You bring it up. You bring <laughs> it up. Well, the girls... Thank you for being a friend. I'll go Jefferson's. They got me. No! <laughs> oh, that was successful, Elizabeth. <laughs> I loved it. You weren't thinking about the Golden Girls going apartment hunting. You were That's true. I, I uh, yeah, I've all day. I've been like apartments aren't. Roach infested. We're moving on up. Also, wait, before we end this, I just want to ask Tanya, can I have my black points back? Because it is hanging oh. in the line. I, 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 I want to tell you, you've been losing them for a while. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Listen, I got to get at least one of the Jeffersons. <laughs> wait, a preliminary black card? I just voted yeah. the Jeffersons in. You, you all probation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you also voted for friends and cheers and some other. Oh, they're well, very she, white show. She got you on check. <laughs> you, you, you might be right, but like Ted Danson was low key a brother in Cheers, though. Like low key, he was he was acting foul. Like like and some. Then the- he did blackface. Give me back that preliminary oh, card. Oh, she got you there, man. Oh shit, ah, she got you on that. Ah, she got you. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody on Golden Girls went blackface. Uh, we well, know. well, yeah, we as far as we know, actually. <laughs> Wait, was there a blackface episode on that show? Did they like erase? No, no, he just did it. He did it while oh, he was yeah, getting yeah, 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 yeah. Golden Girls, right? There was a, yeah, they did. It was a mud mask, but it was pretty. Sure oh yes, yes, face. yes. Mm-hmm. So they four of them did it. Only one person did it in Cheers. So I get my black card. <laughs> <laughs> it's still preliminary. You oh yeah, no, they took it off because they're wearing the mud masks and. Apparently, someone says something, and they're like, or they just they enter a room, and they're like, "Oh, these are mud masks. We're not actually black." Is the line. Mm-hmm. We all, we Careful all unnecessary. To he, say, he, I, and I know the real answer to this whole thing was making it, but <laughs> <laughs> and that's a theme song. Ending to the bracket, Elizabeth. That was You're welcome. <laughs> Messy bitch who lives for the drama. I like to create it. <laughs> for tonight and before we go we will be off all of next week we all need a break and we will see you back here again on Monday March 8th at 6pm so until then have a good night everyone and please stay safe and have a wonderful weekend thank you for being a friend (laughs) Lynn we're moving on up (laughs)